If you're over 40 and want to be the best version of yourself, Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence is here to help. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women who want to live their best life going into middle age. Inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders are here offering tips and how-tos to improve your life. Now, here's Coach Clarence. All right, everybody, welcome back to Fit Over 40. I'm your host, Coach Clarence, and I have a three-time returning champion. So she's a three-peat, Tara Hitchcock. And I've, you know, anytime I have her in, it's I'm very fortunate because she travels the world and um, you know, I have to schedule and I have to check things. I have to check <laughs> to make sure the weather's right and the, the sun and the stars align. But she is here in the flesh and um she's been busy. What have you been up to, Taryn? How are you? I'm doing great. First of all, before I get to what have I been up to, I was so excited that you were not in a three-piece suit <laughs> smelling like the latest in hot men's cologne <laughs> because I'm always dressed down in the same suit stuff I wear all the time, which is yeah. basically yoga pants and a sweatshirt. And I thought, oh man, if he comes in and you look, you look fantastic, but you're not in a three piece suit. And that thrills me. So okay. I'm doing great. <laughs> I've gotten over being the anchor, man. I'm trying a new look, <laughs> but I'm still using sex Panther. <laughs> oh, 99% of the time works, or works. Wait, every time. Yeah. Whatever the phrase is. Yeah. So what have you been up to? I've been, you know, I follow your Instagram and I'm jealous of your life. I want your life when I grow up. I want yours. You're much fitter than I am. Um, I have been traveling a lot, though. I I will say, and it's my passion. I Uh, I I doubt that you have a ton of followers. I do keep up with those kind of things. Well, that's you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because there have been a lot of friends of mine and myself who have had this discussion about life before social media. Right, and you have a track record before. So as soon as you get on social media, you have a whole flood of people. It, well, yeah. it's it's not even that. It's just the anxiety. I, I I actually wish more people could have experienced life before this. I don't know if I would have been in television had this existed back then. It is a lot of pressure. It's posting something that you hope people like, and then you get stressed if people don't like it or not enough, but you get caught up in that whole thing. And I think we talked the last time I was on, I can't imagine raising a young daughter, especially in this day and age, which you have to do. I just think it's added pressure. So yes, it's nice when people like your stuff, but I have found myself trying to not stress about it or I've got to walk away. And I'm so I'm over 50. <laughs> Me too. I shouldn't be stressed about this stuff. <laughs> so when you post something, have you posted something and you thought everyone's going to love this and it just was a duck? Because that happens. Yes, and it's always travel related. Although some of the, the, the most response I get is usually travel related, but it's on my stories versus on my posts. Stories is way more engagement. Yeah, and, and it's surprising. So sometimes I'll post a great clip with an actor who's an A-lister and, and not many people seem to care. And then all of a sudden I'll post something of my husband and I hiking and that'll get a, a ton of response. I yeah. think people can relate to that. A people bit can more. relate to that, but I'll post you know, what I've learned too, is nobody cares if I take a good landscape photo. I'll, <laughs> I'll take a picture of something on my travels that I think, Oh, this is, this should be on the cover of national geographic and I'll post it. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. But if I, if I stick myself in it, 
which I sometimes have a hard time doing, that will get more likes. Or, you know, I joke, if I've got a friend that shows me one more bikini picture of themselves, I'm going to lose it. They get hit. But they, they get, get a ton of yeah. likes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Closer you are to being naked, the more likes you're going to well, get. If you're that, looking for engagement, let me tell you, put on a bikini. <laughs> well, then you need to train me for two months and then maybe I'll go there. But right okay. now, that will not get me any followers. <laughs> I promise. No, people, you know, you be surprised what people like. There's some weird, weird stuff out there. I know. You know People just like what they like. Um, I get the most response on food, to be really? honest with you. You eating it or commenting Recipes, on it? Okay. Just pictures of something you made, stuff like that. That's interesting. What's food your- is all, everybody, who doesn't like food? You can't really go wrong with food. It's not public, Republican or Democrat. Right. It's food. It's like, and then you get people, oh, I made it with this, and this is how I make it. And it's just, it's a lot of, that's, I think that for me. And then a couple of times I did some shirtless stuff, which was good for oh, hello. But that's not my thing. It's, I don't, I have 9% right. of my clients when they don't come to me and go, I want to be tattooed and big and buff like you. They don't say <laughs> right. that, you know. Wait, go back to the food thing. What was the recipe that got the most response that you posted? Do you remember? Hmm. Um, I think the winner has got to be, when I just did a video on how to, uh, take the shells off eggs was the highest <gasps> video for me in numbers that I tracked. Yeah, actually, because I could you'd use be these surprised. Tips. Yeah, people because people will boil eggs and it becomes this mess because it they shell and then it breaks. And yep. so I said I'm going to do a video about how to and I show four different ways to do take a shell off and that was my highest vi- How uh, have video. I missed this video? When did you post this? this I need to go back. Years and look. ago and I did it oh. again cuz people then someone sent me this southern guy sucking the egg out of the <gasps> yolk of the shell when he cut a little hole in it and he sucked it out. So I, I kept telling I tried it and it does work but I haven't done the video yet so I have to do that. <laughs> this guy was like real he was like watch me get the egg out of the shell and he <laughs> did something and cut a hole in it and he was like Whoa. And it came out. But I'm like, that's kind of weird if you're serving it to guests. You know, it's a good party right. thing, but not like, oh, here's your egg. I just spit it out. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. I interviewed you ever that Netflix has that show with that um, Dame Drops and, and he has that fresh fried and crispy. Right, show. right. And I interviewed him and I watched the episodes that Netflix sent. And he's he's hilarious on yeah. camera. I mean, yeah. he's like, you guys are, are, are similar in just your how you gesticulate a lot. You're very <laughs> excited about the food you eat. But the whole time I'm watching him now, he is he actually could use some of your coaching, in my opinion. He's not the healthiest guy, and he will admit that. But the entire time watching the show, he's eating, and it was right when I started the keto thing, so I couldn't really eat like the breads and all that stuff. He was eating everything I wasn't allowed to have, and the whole time I'm thinking he's gonna hurt. He's gonna kill himself on the food that he's eating. It's so greasy, but he was fun. He was good TV, and the show's he done is fairly huge well. Rating, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I get sidetracked. Now I'm hungry. I haven't eaten this morning and now I'm hungry. So um, what is new and exciting in your life? Let's talk about that. What's new? What's going on? Let's talk about that. Well, this was a big weekend. Mm -hmm. Not to age myself, but I was just inducted into the Silver Circle Society for the Rocky Mountain National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, which is our regional Emmys, which basically is a, thank you, a Lifetime Achievement Award so to speak, for people who have been in the business for 25 years or more, which is, again, basically I'm old and they were kind enough to nominate me. Dan Barra nominated me and it has to go through kind of an approval process. So I joined the likes of Linsu Cooney and um, Ken Dana and some broadcasting legends here. And I'm awesome. very, very honored. And it was a ton of fun. Let me and ask I, you a crazy yeah. question about that. What does that do for you, like for booking you? Like if someone wanted to book you, <laughs> you go, <laughs> wait, I have wait, an wait, Emmy. Booking. 
booking me. I don't have a manager. You don't have, no. Let me introduce you to a great manager, Laura Holka here. She can book you. I need, Just I need don't call booking. her after eight. The only book. <laughs> or when the Cardinals are playing. Good luck. <gasps> By the way, that's a whole other subject. How great is that? Except the last, uh, well. I thought it was wonderful. It's, it's, been a, it's been a great season. I'm excited for the Cardinals. Well, I, don't worry. I don't get uh, it's, what, how about, you know how karma works? Um, Aaron Rodgers has COVID, so he's <gasps> out. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I know, and and not to say I would have preferred him to be out during our game, but I, and I and obviously I hope he's okay, and he seems to be doing okay. He's fine. He's just you know he's athletic. He's he'll be fine. But I have to tell you, if I'm a fan, I mean that stuff. That's why these athletes. I remember it's funny when the Suns were, you know, during the whole NBA Finals thing. I had a chance to screen the Fast Nine movie, and and it was right between games in Phoenix, so they had a free night. I know the movie's terrible, but I thought, oh my gosh, this is a great night out for the guys. I'll see if the Suns, you know, a friend of mine uh, is is in the media department of the Phoenix Suns. I thought this is a great night out for these guys. They need a little break, you know, between their games. So I put in the request. They're not, they weren't allowed, and probably still aren't allowed to do anything because if any of them gets sick, and this was right during the finals, obviously, and Chris Paul had already had COVID. So these, I mean, if I'm a team and you find out, you know, Kyler has it or if anybody else has it, I would just be. Kyler's out too this weekend. I know, but that's not COVID related. Yeah. yeah. That guy, how, how impressive is I'm that guy? I'm surprised he's lasted that long without getting hurt. Me too. I think people like him. Some yeah. players, other players respect and they don't try to kill him. Like Tom Brady. Like how many yeah. times should he be dead on the field? <laughs> oh, you know, God. but. Can we yeah. talk about Larry? I, I, what, so I have missed so a lot Larry's of... Larry's going, what the hell? I picked the wrong year to... to but wait a minute. Is Larry just movie. in limbo or... Technically, okay. I believe so. He could come back if he wanted to. So here's my theory. Uh-oh. My theory is we're going to end up in the Super Bowl. Larry's oh. going to come back, <laughs> play that game, and he's finally going to get a Super Bowl ring with the Cardinals. Now, you have this on tape, so and this you know, was playing... Well, we also had on tape That's that you thought prediction. the Suns were going to win the <laughs> finals, so okay, right they now you're not doing so hot. I know. No, but they, they were, oh. I called that. I told you guys. No one wanted to believe me. You know what? Can I go back to the food subject now that you sure. brought up? This This is how my mind works. So you <laughs> were, we were talking sons and sports. We talked food. I actually went to one of the final games. I think it was game three in Milwaukee. I'd never been to Milwaukee. I was there for 24 hours, went to the game. That has got to be the unhealthiest city in America. I got there, and it was right around, you know, nobody was wearing True. masks at the arena, first of all. Did you see the big fans out there? Nobody was. It's like. I ate more. I ate butter burgers, cheese curds. Wow. I, nobody serves anything healthy there. Right. Nobody eats anything healthy there. I literally thought this has to be the unhealthiest city in America. Well, think about colder regions. The food generally is going to be comfortable. By the way, nicest fans I've ever experienced. I will say, in terms of going to another city where your team is playing their team, the Were fans. Were you in Suns garb? I, I I was in Suns garb. I had and I was surrounded by Milwaukee Bucks fans with the with those stupid. Um, what are those things that you hold up and you bang them against each other and oh, they yeah. whack people in the face and they make all kinds of noise? But literally, people are on the verge of death. Uh, I was surrounded by an obnoxious mom and her kid, and they were very nice. But those those. Uh, Blow up things were yeah, insane. I know what you're talking about. Okay, sorry, I got totally sidetracked on the fact that they don't eat well there. No, no. And the fact no. that the sun's lost. How did you really feel, though? Were you like disappointed? Or were you like, well, they made it far, I'll give them credit? I was sort of devastated. I really, be, and, and the reason I was sort of devastated was because of Julie Fye, my friend, 
um, that Laura actually knows. Julie Fai has been one of the, I, I don't even know what her title is. It was, she was senior communications manager. She, I met her because I needed an interview in 1997 with one of the players, and it might have been Barkley. That's how I met her. So she's been in the NBA for decades, is one of the most well-respected people in that media industry. Whenever you need an interview with any player, uh, you go through Julie. You'll, you've probably seen her on television. In fact, during the finals, you saw her right after the game um, walking around with the players. She's always on the court. I've known her so long, so this was such a big deal to me because of her that I was bummed because of that. So, and of course, I love the team and I love watching them play. You know, I just, I really thought we had it in the can. I really did. But man, they played great. Okay. And we fell apart in Milwaukee. Well, I'm over it, beating Suns fans up. Okay. Now I'm on to the Cardinals. <laughs> what do you want to say about that? You know, I, you, I think... Arizona fans are very fickle. No one talks 100%. about the, the I agree D-back. with you. No one talks about the D-backs. They were last. You don't hear a word about the D-backs. Yep. <laughs> you know? um, and I think it's good that the Cardinals are winning, but if you really break it down from a sports perspective, they're playing injured teams, mm-hmm. teams that aren't good. And so it's kind of this buildup. Uh, well, the Rams. But do you really think the Rams will lose again to the – to the Cardinals. I do. Yeah. But to your point, I actually will probably lose Sunday. I'm just from a sports. You guys are emotional fans and you got to take that out. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. They're terrible. They're winning right now, but they're (laughs) terrible. They're going to let me down. I'm already prepared. They're winning right now, but you look at their schedule. Who are they playing? They had a tough game last week. They lost to Tampa Bay. That's why they have one loss. A better team. Yeah. You have to be realistic. I don't do it emotionally because if I did, I'd be a wreck. I'd jump off a building by now. Um, by the way, with those earrings, you do have a little Emmett Smith back in the day vibe. Oh, everyone says that to me. Yep. And I love Emmett. That was so weird when he was here. That made no sense to me. And I grew yeah, up in Plano, so I grew up in Dallas. For one and they day went back. Retired. That was just it, so it weird. Was dumb. Yeah, it was yeah, dumb. I was weird to see him play for the Cardinals. I just <laughs> thought that was terrible. I'll bet you were a wreck in, internally. Yeah, I just was like, really? I'm not even going to watch this. Oh. Like, you're a cowboy. You should have just I stayed agree. there. But yeah. they were getting rid of me. He was had passed his prime. So talk to me what everything is going on in the world. How was travel this time around? I, you are talking to somebody who has felt for a while and still feels like it's the best time to travel. And it's surprised me. We just got back from a trip, a bike trip with five other Arizona couples to Spain, Mallorca. I, saw, and I think I know some of you. We have mutual friends. And oh. I, cause I saw you in pictures on Facebook and I said, oh, okay. Yep. All right. I we see probably, you guys. Are on, you guys actually rode bikes. We rode bikes and I, I did not get an e-bike. So I was very proud of myself. Although I probably should have. were cheating using e-bikes. Not necessarily, because they were going up some pretty steep hills, and they were making. And these are all very athletic people. I was by far the weak link in that group of, especially women, and it kind of stressed me out because I, I tried to train, quote unquote. You know, I got on my bike once or twice. I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna pull my weight. Um, so those who did get the e bikes, I must say, were kind of rock stars. They really were great. You have to be for something like that. Yeah. You can't just jump on your bike and be like, all right, I'm going to ride through the hills. That's kind of what I did. (laughs) And and it definitely, and here's the funny thing, because I had been doing some yoga sculpt classes, my legs weren't that sore. They were very sore beforehand doing, doing my classes, but I think that prepared me for the biking in a really weird way. My cardio is not great. So I'm always the last one in the group, especially going up hills. I, everybody knows, meet me at the top. I just have to go to my happy place. I'm not, 
I'm not one of those people who can have any sort of conversation at all if I'm going up a hill. I can't even get out a sentence. I am huffing and puffing so so uh, you know so hard. But I get there. I, I'm slow but steady. The, tur- the tortoise. Gets there. <laughs> I'm the tortoise. Just I'll meet you at the top. I'll have a good attitude, but do not even attempt to have a conversation with me if we're going up so any type now, of do hill. Do you listen to music or do you zone in and? I just I have a little breathing technique that sounds like this. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> and that's all I do. I will bring I didn't think to bring my music and do all that. I probably could have, but I just go to my happy place I would with have my to breathing. Have music to bike that long. I know. We do, yeah, we biked one day, I think it was like fifty something miles, and oh, that's not even yeah. the long that's longest long round. Bike. Yeah. But it's Different fun. It's an all day thing. And it's yeah. Spain. So back to your question about travel. I you know plus we got great deals. A lot of deals to be had. Now prices are starting to go up a little bit, especially around the holidays. But I really do encourage people, and I know everybody differs on this. I feel like it's the best time to travel for a few reasons. One, the airplanes have never been cleaner. Two, <laughs> people have never been safer yeah, in terms been of the on one of those planes where someone freaked out because I see those videos. No, all the time. Like, and I've been traveling what is a wrong lot with these people. It's no. a few hours. Put the stupid mask on. I know. I really have been surprised that I haven't been on one because. Not to brag, I already got my executive platinum status Ooh. the right way, you know, because they've been <laughs> they've been lowering the the thing for everybody. But I actually, believe it or not, have traveled that much. So what do you get year. with that? Uh, System wide upgrades, which come in handy, especially if you travel internationally. Yeah, that's a game changer. Yes, I'm sleeping versus not sleeping at all. That's a game changer. Um, and just I hate to say it, it is the. It's a shame that you're treated so much better, but you are. <laughs> you look at the people, look at you peasants. Well, it's, you some of them are, are my family. Like my, my sister, I, I felt so bad. My sister goes, I was on with American for two hours. And I'm thinking, it takes me five minutes. Yeah, to get you get through. a I go, special next line. Time, next time, just tell, you know, send me the info and I'll, right, and I'll right. try to handle it. It shouldn't be that way. Everybody should be treated equally, but, but sadly they are not. And especially if you've got status on an airline, which comes in handy and it has. So you pretty much use the same airline then. I try. I, American is my airline, uh, especially internationally or long distance. Southwest is great for me if I'm going to LA. I usually fly, and, now, by, and I go to Burbank. By the way, okay. Burbank's a much easier airport. A lot in, of people I, know that already. LAX, yeah, in and out. Yeah, LAX a is a nightmare. Um, so I have American Airlines, and I have a trip that I canceled, so I have a little credit. But Ooh, what, you what's ever, your status? Are you gold? Uh, I'm you? Not, no, my status is here. Get in the luggage. With the, press my status. Actually, you can help push the plane away from the... That's there you my go. Status. No. Let me know if you need uh, any help. I haven't traveled anywhere. I haven't had a reason to fly anywhere, and I've been road tripping. I really enjoy road tripping. Road tripping's great. I'm in the car by myself. I listen to podcasts. I listen to music. I listen to interviews. I really like the headspace. So have you not been on a plane at all because of your fear of... No. Okay, so it's just, just been you haven't had a reason, had a reason to, go. to yeah. fly anywhere. So uh, that's going to change hopefully when I go see the Cardinals lose to the Cowboys on uh, New is Year's. That? <gasps> that's going to be a weekend. big game. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You want to go golf with my dad? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll pick his brain. Tell All me right. about your dog. Tell me the untold story. I went to a documentary. My dad loves it. <laughs> she me. never cleaned her room. <laughs> I was a saint growing. I was on the speech really? and debate. Oh, I got in no trouble. My sisters got in trouble. They were much more adventurous. I was the goody two shoes school nerd who loved speech and debate and loved school. That was me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, That'd so be a fun game though. I'm looking at this Scottsdale lifestyle magazine. Why is this cool? Why is this sitting in front of me? Why is this important? Oh, I see hot Kurt off the Warner, presses. The only Arizona car, uh, quarterback that I really liked 
but he came from another team. So. Well, you're going to love this new movie. So after years, a movie. there's a huge movie coming out on Christmas Day. This is a biggie. Same okay. studio that did the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard and all those movies, Lionsgate. They're a huge movie studio. It's called American Underdog. Zachary Levi, Shazam, he plays Kurt. An Oscar winner, Anna Paquin, plays Brenda. It is surreal to, to watch actors play people you know personally. So anyway, uh, in honor of their movie coming out, they were kind enough to give me some time with them. And it's a neat little article, some behind-the-scenes stuff of their film, American Underdog. Now, I will warn Arizona Cardinals fans, if you're expecting to relive the glory years of the Cardinals and the bromance between Kurt and Larry, none of that is in the film. It ends with his Super Bowl his Super Bowl stint in St. Louis. So that's how the film ends. If it makes you feel any better, they've got seven kids. Five of the seven are also not in the film. So we're not <laughs> the only ones not, not, not covered in the movie. But uh, it's a perfect film for Christmas Day. So I know a lot of people... What inspired that movie? Did you get any of that background? Oh, yeah, his story. I mean, his. but, but what's interesting is his story and people know, oh, he used to stock grocery shelves in right, Iowa right, and he right. came, you know, he was with the Barnstormers and, you know, didn't get drafted and all that stuff. Um, his story is incredible, but Brenda's story, in my opinion, is even more incredible. When she met Kurt, she was a single mom raising two kids, one of them with severe disabilities, Zach, who is now thriving. She was told he would never walk again, sit up again, talk again. Um, so it's an incredible story of perseverance. She lost both of her parents in a tornado. Uh, I, I mean, I can go on and on and on about her story, and a lot wow. of that is covered in the film because when they met – it was at a country and Western bar and they spent the night dancing. And at the end of the night, she basically said to Kurt, Hey, what a fun night. I'm a single mom with two kids. We'll probably never see you again. Thanks for the memories. And he showed up the next day at her house wanting to meet the kids. And that's how that love affair started. And for wow. those of you who don't know the story, it's a great one. That is a great story. Yeah. So you interviewed these two. Yes. What I've known them like? for years. Well, I've I've been fortunate enough to be able to call them friends. I, I met them when Kurt first came to Arizona I had been uh, hosting an event called, Be in fact, it's this weekend. Our best buddies gala is this weekend. We used to have it at our house. And the year that he came to Arizona, it was the big news in sports that we have Kurt Warner right. here in Arizona. And I, you know, every year we get some fun celebs that come to our event. And this year, a couple of them were just, they were dropping like flies. Charles Barkley couldn't come. And I'm thinking, oh man, I don't know this Kirk guy, but maybe I can track down his publicist. You know, it was the week of the event. I'll never forget it. And I thought, and he was the news in Arizona. I'll give, I'll try to track this, his publicist down or somebody at the Cardinals, see if he can come. And of course I didn't realize he had said, I think at the time they might've had five or six, I think five kids at the time. I can't remember. A lot of kids. And I called this gal, Marcy, um, who was basically working with Kurt, uh, kind of his assistant. And I said, I know this is a long shot. My name's Tara. I work in TV. Good morning, Arizona. We're so excited Kurt's here. Is there any possible way he and his wife might be able to attend our event? To make a long story short, she kind of laughed at me and said, listen, I'll, I'll float it by him, but there's just no way. You know, he just got here. He's got a gazillion commitments and being pulled in all different directions. The day of our event, the morning of our event, she calls me and she goes, you're not going to believe this. They rearranged their schedule. They'd like to come to your event. They have a son who has special needs and developmental disabilities, and they've got a soft spot for this. I'm like, are you kidding me? So they showed up again, huge news in Arizona, the star of our event. And the next day, Marcy called and said, hey, Brenda wants to know if she can call you socially. And I'm like, like, be my friend. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. I loved her. So that's how we became friends. And I've known them and their family ever since. And they've just been phenomenal to me. So wow. that's how that happened. 
Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Long so, story, but fun story. So this is out November issue of Scottsdale Lifestyle Magazine. Yep. And go there see their movie Christmas Day. It's called American Underdog. What movies have you seen? We, we usually talk movies. Oh, um, I saw a seen? lot of B movies. You know, I'm a B movie fan, you know, because a lot of times they're just good and the plot is full of drama. Um, what What's moved you lately? Um, I've really been doing a lot of personal coaching. I've I've been dealing with stuff with my coaching and where I want to be for 2022. Oh, so um, I'm actually going to ask you a question that one of my coaches asked me because if you don't have goals and you don't write them down, they don't happen. Yeah. Okay. But first, it starts with an intention. So I was I knew I was going to talk to you today. So I said I'm going to ask her, "What does your next two months look like for the rest of this year?" Great question, because honestly, I'm making it up as I go. And I I believe in what you say. I feel like I am very scattered right now and have no real game plan, which is interesting. But it's been like that for quite some time. So I tend to just kind of go with what's next, which isn't the smartest thing to do, to your point about setting goals and having intentions. So what I've done is the next two months, I am updating my website, TaraOnTV.com, finally, I mentally wrapped my head around the fact I thought I'd have the whole thing done by now. And I kept putting it off. It it was an overwhelming task. I've got so much video to upload and I've just wrapped my head around the fact that I've just got to get it up and then I can kind of backtrack and load videos as I go. And I just, I, I can't get stressed about that. So that's number one. Number two, our industry, it's weird. I'm over zooming with people. Like I just finished Zooming with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. I would so much rather be in person like we are, mm-hmm. looking at somebody in the eye. I'm right. just over it. Right. I still don't know when in-person junkets are going to happen. I think Probably soon. I, I hope so. Things are going. But it's year. discouraging. So if you were to tell me today, hey, it's never going back to in-person, I'd be like, okay, well, that was fun while it lasted. I'd probably call that aspect of what I'm doing, I'd, I'd probably call it a day. I just, I can't visualize me continuing to do Zoom interviews. It's not fun for me. Mm-hmm. You know, you get three and a half minutes, it's through a computer. It's it's just not the same. Um, I'm not really answering your question. I have a few travels in the works. I've really enjoyed the travel writing. Uh, the folks at Scottsdale and Paradise Valley Lifestyle let me write about some of my trips to Iceland or Portugal, and that's been really fun for me. But honestly, that's something that I've got to work on. Okay, what so is you, my intention? What is my goal? I don't know. Okay, so you <laughs> talked uh, uh, business goal. Tell me personally. What is it? What do you want to see? Like, put put it this way: in January two thousand twenty-two, where does Tara see herself personally? What what what's your? What do you get up and go? I really need to do this. Well, for me, it's it's all wrapped together. For example, my husband, who kind of wishes I wasn't working, wants to travel more, but yet I'm not done working. I really enjoy some of the stuff that I do. So we've had many conversations. It's funny. He's at a different stage in his life where he doesn't really have to do anything. He just loves having fun. He can. He's kind of created a life for himself where he can do that. Technically, I could probably join him in that, but I still really love- Well, you like what you do. I do like what yeah. I do. I don't like certain aspects of the industry now, and I do have to figure out once I have a better idea of what's happening there, then what, what, what would I like to do? But I know, again, I'm giving you a vague answer. Personally, a lot of it is wrapped up into- I need to figure out, A, what am I doing business-wise? And then B, at the same time, make sure my husband's not about to leave me <laughs> because I'm always <laughs> gone or busy. You know what I mean? So it's all, so, so what's great about him is he's a patient person. We've had these conversations, but it's funny that we're talking about like, what are my plans and goals where I'm, 
I have no idea is the, is the That's fair. honest answer That's right fair. now. I figured I'll stick my website up and then and see where the industry is going and make sure I have time for my family and my husband, obviously, and not stress about it, which this social media aspect of things makes you, makes me do. I need to work on that. So that, hey, there's an answer. Yeah. I'm going to work on not getting stressed about this, the phone. So my, every uh, a month in my group, I do a theme. So the theme for November is mindfulness mm. because we go through motions and we're just, you ever do something an hour later, go, what, what the heck I just do for an hour? Mm-hmm. Cause you're not there, especially in workouts, people just move and they're not mindfully involved. We, you know, we, we're in our relationships like that. We're not mindful. We're just, he gets up, I kiss him, I make coffee, I make breakfast, but you're not you're really not present. engaged. Yeah. Present is the great word. Yes. So, um, what I'm doing, my coach, he gave me a 30 day goal and, um, He's like, skip all that. Just really dr- dr- drill this down to 30 days. What do you want to do in 30 days? So I gave him my goal. And he's on me about it. But it just starts with the intention. And the Can reason- I ask what your goal is? Can I interrupt and ask you what your um, goal is? Or is I that- want to take my business to, as far as my training online, more online people. Because I'm getting a lot of people, but I need to refine it yeah. and make it work better. Because right now, the way I'm doing it is not working. So um, it's not that it's not working. It just can be smoother. Yeah. So one of the things that I noticed that we put roadblocks up, like our own mental roadblocks. So we'll say, like, I want to get in, lose 20 pounds. But, you know, I'm so busy. Right. So you already <laughs> shot yourself. Oh, you know, I just got to go to a gym and I don't have a gym. You, like, you're already shooting yourself. So switching immediately that mindset of, like, what are you doing? Why are you thinking that way? So it's like 30 days, what do you want to do? I want to do this. Why can't you do it? So we just really break it down. And that's why I'm really big on coaching because – even though I coach people, I still have a coach mm. and it's always somebody way better than me, you know, or doing way better than me because I can, you know, pick off him, but he will just sit there and go, Clarence. And I go, I know <laughs> I'm, you, you hear yourself making the excuses. So that's why I asked you, like, what do you want to do? Have you had, have you had anything yet where you wrote it down and within, you know, 20 days that thing happened be, and you yes. can you share it with us or no? Um, I focus on my social media. Okay. And I went from one page having probably like uh, 25, 2,600 people. Now I'm at 75, somewhere Oh, like that's that. great. But it's just the work that goes right. into it. You got to be constantly, you know, um, posting, responding to people. It's work. Most of yeah. the people are like, oh, I don't feel like doing it. And I'll just find time. But I found that the things I was saying that was stopping me from doing it was really just excuses. Because how many times do we pick up our phone? Mm-hmm. Five minutes to just engage with people. Um, take five. I wanted to grow my Facebook group, reaching out to people. He coached me through the message versus join my group. It was more like, hey, you seem like a cool person. I want to invite you to my group. And then the numbers grew. So here's a question for you, because I've thought about this. If this did not exist, if, if Facebook, Instagram, if all of that didn't exist and it didn't matter at all, growing your audience. Yeah, yeah. Because you still want to grow your audience, but you're not aware of how many likes you're getting that day or who, who decided to opt out that day. Would you still be doing everything that you're doing? If this did not exist, what would well, you be Well, it didn't doing? exist. Right. Think about that. I mean, when did Facebook start? And Facebook owns Instagram. So go back to 2010, it was just uh, word of mouth and hustling. So don't you miss those days? Sometimes, but it's a lot easier to get a message across now. Well, that's true because you've got all because this stuff. It was email yeah. or right. it was, you know, passing out flyers or going to events. Now you don't really have to do that as much. Like my new thing is my digital car, which I love. 
And I don't care business cards anymore. Because first of all, no one cares about your business card. They just throw them away. Actually, do you want, I've got a couple extras. Do you want one more? <laughs> <laughs> you want to get rid I'm of I'm really them. proud of that photo I took for that business yeah, card. So, okay, see, good. Here's mine. Oh, here, let me grab So one. I want to show you. Can you get a picture of this? This is my digital card. I don't care business cards. Oh, so that's see the nice. Front. It's like a black Amex oh, that I've heard about. Sweet. So you see that. And then so when I meet you at a networking event, I here's go. mine. <laughs> Yeah, Don't laugh. I'll, you take that. Okay. I'm very <laughs> proud of that photo holding my Emmy. There you go. So here. With my suitcase. You, so it, now I'm going to show you how this works. So who, who has a phone they want to use? I'll show here, you. Here. That's incredible. You know how you go to a restaurant. You just focus on that and watch what happens. What the heck? Okay, I have not. Oh my gosh. Look at this. I get to open it on Safari. Hold, oh, I'm on airplane mode. So I didn't make oh. noise during my thing. Hold on. <laughs> that is super impressive. Okay, hold on. It's going to take me. This is going to eat up a good solid five minutes of your podcast That's right here. Me, me breathing heavy trying yeah, to figure this out. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me get this. Open me. What do we have here? I'm not connected. Oh, wait, here we go. Look at you. First of all, I like the stance there where you've got your arms folded like, yeah, I got you. Look at this. Oh, my gosh, Clarence, this is beautiful. Everything right there without a card. Look at And then when that. you save it, all my information is there. And then it sends me your stuff. Okay, so go back to your question about what do I want to do in 30 days and write something down. I'm going to write down, get a d- digital business card linked to my, my updated oh, website. Page. Exactly. <gasps> Hold on. So when someone says, hey, I'd like to get you on or book you, I just click this. And then they go, boom. You are, get you, on there. are you watching me write this down? <laughs> okay, she's taking notes. I'm taking notes. Players. No, because I believe that intention, number one. <laughs> I'm going to put goals at the top. Right, and I'm going to hold everybody. I'm going to hold Tara to this 30 day goal that Getting. her website is going to be up and she's yep. going to have a digital business card. Okay. What's today? Today's, Today's date is November 3rd. Okay. Get a digital business card like Clarence's. <laughs> hold on. And, link- and actually, if you look at the back of the card, I'll give you a place. They'll do it for you in less than two weeks. Uh, this is the, uh, if you just write down that and Google that. Oh, nice. O-V-O-U. They better be paying you for this, which you know what? It's now be, goal yeah, number Laura, two. I should be getting paid, get for, paid for promoting more. these people. <laughs> okay. So I put down get paid more too on my They're thing. a Canadian company, <laughs> but they're very good. I have my cards in a week. Is that too vague? Get, get paid, paid no, more? Get paid okay. More. Get paid okay. more. That's always a good goal. All right. There you go. Look at that. So that was my goal to improve my social media. That was the first thing we wanted to do because having a bigger social media, you're able to reach more people online. So that was the goal. The YouTube page, working on some stuff. I've hired some people um, to help me with that and show me how to do things. I think that's great. Yeah. It sounds like you've accomplished everything that you've started. And For this will continue. Month, yeah, little things. Just don't bite off more than you can chew because you won't do it. I love it. So that's that's it. So how's your, you, you talked about your, your physique and stuff. How's that going? Oh. Last time we were talking about cellulite. Yep. What's oh, going on still with that? Still got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cellulite, hashtag, still got it. But I will, so here's the weird thing. I meant to, I meant to call you this summer. So I was all excited back in April. I started keto. And for the first time in How'd two years. How'd that go for you? The first time I did it like a charm. Yeah, I, I dropped five pounds. I was feeling fantastic. So then I fell off the wagon, traveled, you know, with my husband, drank keto a little bit too much. Keto is not travel friendly. <laughs> keto is not travel friendly. But I, I did okay, but then fell off the wagon. So fast forward to that trip with all these rock star athlete women from Arizona that I've got to do. In mid-July, my husband tore his bicep. So he was now not doing much. And he thought, you know what? I'll join you on your keto adventure. 
So I'm not kidding you, Clarence, for at least 30 solid days, I didn't drink an ounce. I did everything right. I, I think I gained six pounds. My husband proceeded to lose eight <laughs> and it was the most frustrating. And I, I think it's gotta be hormonal it's hormones. Yeah. But I didn't understand why did this work so well the first time, and it is not working for me the second time. And it I was, tell people keto has a shelf life. Well, it had a week-long shelf life for me back in April because when I started it again in July, then, so I'm up, uh, you know, it became a joke between my husband and I, I I'm up another pound a day that's working great. <laughs> I could never hit ketosis. I'm doing the blood test, trying to figure out, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get there no matter what I did. I get to Spain with my friends. I just had to, again, mentally go, F it, sorry. I, I just, I got to get over this and just still enjoy myself and not be discouraged. And here I am back in Europe eating bread and drinking beer and I lost four pounds. I'm telling you, there's, first of all, I know I was exercising and biking, but there is, there, we put so much stuff in our food as you've talked about. And it is never more evident to me than when I travel overseas because I can yes. eat stuff I could never eat in the U.S. Right. and I can eat it there daily and not gain anything. And if I ate that here, I'd be up at least 10 pounds at that point. So yeah. anyway, so, so the answer to your question is a, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. <laughs> Got it. Um, what's it like when you're traveling like beyond the scenes and the great landscapes? Is there any personal reflection that you go through? Absolutely. And I like, I've actually done... I like traveling by myself. And so this year, I, I can't remember the last time I talked to you. It might've been when I just got back from Iceland. I was there by myself yeah. for six days. I went to Portugal in late June by myself. I, it was just one of those things. My husband didn't feel like going. We had friends coming into town. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm out of here. I love traveling by myself. I, so I, re I usually rent a car. I do the same thing that you did, podcast, music. I, I just love it. So I do a lot of self-reflection during that time especially in the car with podcasts or just being on your own. And I love it. So yes, I do. I do do that a lot on my travels or on the airplane. Even mm -hmm. I hate to say it, my happy place. Most people dread the airport in the airplane. <laughs> that to me is my happy place. I don't have to answer emails. I don't have to talk to anybody. I can just sit there, choose to listen to a podcast or just be on my own with my own oh, thoughts. Yeah. So for sure. And I'd love yoga. So yoga is a big thing. So you've been doing a lot of yoga. Now you're doing hot yoga or regular yoga? Alexis. Like yoga sculpt. Yoga sculpt. And I'm going to, and it's not necessarily hot, but it gets hot. But I will give a <laughs> shout out to Alexis Mansberger over at Madison Improvement Club on Indian School. But she also teaches, I think, in Tempe. She is my favorite uh, yoga sculpt instructor. I love her. And so I'll You'll try to go to over there. get her in and see what she's doing differently. She's great. I know a lot of people are doing hot yoga right now. Get the room up. Ironically, Brenda, we used to go to Sumit's Yoga. Oh, God. Brenda, <laughs> now it's now it's named something else, and they've got uh, different owners. But Brenda still goes, and I went with her. I think back in May. I hadn't been in a long time. It was so violently hot, Clarence, that I left angry. Yeah, <laughs> because I couldn't. And I was sitting at the back. I, I have a little space the back where they open the door. I was so angry. That they, I, I don't want to, I can't remember the instructor's name and I don't, I wouldn't even call her out. Cause again, people in there seem to know what they're doing and like it. But I found myself during yoga when she would occasionally open the door and close it within what felt like five seconds. I would think to myself, she's got a choice. She can either make me feel good here or piss me off even more. And she would continually opt for closing the door quickly. I just, the whole class, I'm angry at her. I'm angry at Brenda. I'm angry at life. And that's not what <laughs> that's yoga not is what supposed to be. Supposed to be. No. <laughs> so I have not been back since, but I, I will give it another shot. Cause I used to love hot yoga, yeah. but it, it, 
I don't know if it's my age. It was so abnormally hot. I honestly thought I, just, I might die. People who do it in the summer, to me, it's like you go, you get out the car, it's 120, then you go into 118, and then go back out. I'm like, this is, I don't want to do this. It never bothered now, me okay before, in the though. winter, I would do that. Because that would make sense, you know. I don't know. It might be, mis- again, hormones. I, for some reason, I, I could withstand it before. I don't know if it was the instructor that day or if I just am not tough anymore or what the deal is. It was brutal, and I left pissed. Yeah. Yeah. I got I to gotta revisit that. So is there a place that you've been to you're like, 100%, I'm never going back? Um, Gosh, that's a good question. I don't think so. I always like seeing things I haven't seen. So I I don't want to sound spoiled, but you know, Italy is, is my favorite. I love Italy. I'll go back a gazillion times. What do you times. like about Italy? The food, oh gosh, the everything. The people, the food, the culture, the history, the architecture, um, the scenery, the weather. I, there's nothing to me bad about Italy. But I also, there. Are, I'm trying to think of a place where it's like, okay, I've been there, done that. I, I don't need to go back. Um, Egypt, maybe. Loved it. We had the kids with us. Took them to me. It was it was fascinating. If I never go back, I'm okay. You know. But but again, if I had the chance to go back and it wasn't interfering with traveling somewhere else, I would go. I mean, I always opt to go someplace versus not. But I do love seeing things. I if it's a place I've never been to, count me in like a hundred percent because I haven't been there yet. And I'd love to see. So it. you would go like to the North Pole. A hundred percent. Yes. What would you do down there? Look for polar bears. Look for polar bears. They're on the south <laughs> and pole. and Santa. <laughs> Uh, or the Northern Lights. I have yet to see the Northern Lights, and I've been to Iceland several times. I've been to Norway, and I'm like, when am I going to see the Northern Lights? I'll try anything once. And then I'd I'll... like you to interview some penguins and ask them, what the heck uh, do you guys do down you guys... there? There's nothing to do here. The like, only thing... Walk the... around in, in their little suits. In their little suits. The only people dressed up more than Clarence <laughs> right. are exactly. penguins. The penguins. In a perpetual nowhere tux. To go. Nowhere to go. <laughs> Again, though, I'd go once. I don't need to go to the North Pole twice. But I'd absolutely well, what go. What would you do there? I mean, would you just take go photos. and be like, I'm I at love the North photos. Pole. Yeah. Say um, I've been the there. Place, you know. Coldest place on earth. Take some photos, a selfie, maybe see if see if I can get some likes with it. Yeah. See how many people like see, my I'm, North the Pole, Pole shot. The, the penguins would like it. <laughs> You'd get 10,000 likes from the penguins. There you go. And then <laughs> I would never go again. <laughs> right, But right, you okay. you do it once. I yeah. would do it once. You would never go? No, I, I just, I mean, that's one of those places you go just to say, like, if I could go to the top of Mount Everest. Yeah. Because that's a, a place that not very many people have done. And you can go, hey, I've been to the top of the highest point on Earth, whatever. Yeah, you know? for sure. So that's why I would do that. But it's not on my bucket list. Right. <laughs> what is on your bucket go, list? Try, I have never been to Hawaii. So that's <gasps> a bucket. I know everybody gasps. I've never been to Hawaii. I know. And I've never been to the Grand Canyon. I freaking live here. Okay. That's where, and you like road trips. What's your, what's your deal there? I flew over coming back from Vegas, (laughs) excuse me. And, um, I was like, okay, there's a Grand Canyon, whatever. But I lived in LA so long and there was Disneyland and never went. That doesn't that doesn't bother me as much as the Grand Canyon thing bothers me. I can do without Disney, but the Grand Canyon that should be on your that should be write that down on your list of things to do in 2022. That's a great. I road can trip. literally do that this weekend, and I have zero desire. I don't know why. It just it's a big hole in the ground. Oh, when you get there, you'll go. Why have I not been here before? I prefer Sedona. Sedona, I yeah, but Sedona is touristy and it's beautiful. Don't get Depends me wrong. On when you go, yeah. If you like Sedona, that's like a, like an appetizer to the five-course meal you'll get at the Grand Canyon. I watch too many horror stunning. movies. I just feel like something wrong. My donkey's going to give out. 
On the what side. horror movie have you seen with a donkey in the Grand Canyon? <laughs> I'm just saying, my, that would be my <laughs> life. Like, you know, Clarence fell off the donkey 10,000 feet to his death in the Grand Canyon. Then don't, then don't involve a donkey. <laughs> well, just isn't that how you get down to the bottom? I, you... Sadly, I've never hiked to the bottom. I've, ne- oh. I've never done one of those rim to rims. My husband has. Yeah. I should do that. You don't need a donkey. Just hike. It's a little more work, That's but you're in shape. Help. Yeah, I know, but man. Just go part of, of the way down. I could just think of better ways to spend my day than going down. Forget a... the donkey. The donkey shouldn't be. Involved in I, yeah, I just think maybe the donkey has an attitude that day and it just goes horribly wrong. Like, you know what? Now I'm worried for you and the yeah. donkey. Just go home. Or, you know, on I'm up own. there and I'm with some girl and we really don't like each other. Now's her chance to give me that nudge in life. Well, she better be in shape then. You got a lot, you got a lot of meat That'll there. You're, in, you're in a, takes a good athletic man. My luck, some sand, the dirt moves the wrong way, and I'm off the side. You are no one's gonna push you off the Grand Canyon. You <laughs> need to go. Then don't go with the girl that you're thinking of in your mind. Go with a bunch of friends who yeah. Won't I, I, I will go, but okay. Hawaii's more enticing me than the Grand Canyon. You've been to Mexico, though, right? Have you been of down course. there? Okay, love Mexico. Yeah, also but even then, I'm Hawaii. over it. Like, okay, it's just it's like Vegas with better beaches. That's what what Mexico is to me. Can I tell you about going back to Hawaii for a second? So. My husband is actually going there soon with a, a couple buddies because he's going to do some kiteboarding there. One hundred twenty nine bucks, um, one way back on Southwest direct from yeah, Maui. No, I'm getting all these things in my email, and I'm like, I just gotta go. Come on, Clarence, it's never been that cheap, and it's not a red eye because the American flights are now. Although the American flights now have the lie flat seats on them. Oh wow! So you can go to bed if you're taking that red eye. But I don't love red eyes. My husband doesn't love red eyes, and one hundred twenty nine bucks. One way, Southwest, 2.30 p.m. departure out of, I know this because I just booked it, out of Maui back to Phoenix Direct. Wow. How are you not going? I need to go. Okay. I need to go. Write that down on your so list. So many things I need I wrote to down, do. get I've paid more. I've had that more. on my list. I just moved the date. <laughs> I just moved to the next year. Well, put it down there. So what's coming up for you? What what movies are you excited about? I'm Well, Dune just came out. They finally announced there's going to be a part two. If you haven't seen Dune, and I'm not a big sci-fi fan, that was... Epic. One of the best things I've seen at the movie theater so far. I'm excited about um, American Underdog. What else am I excited about? Uh, excited about the Ghostbusters movie that comes out in about two weeks. That was kind it of a fun. is better than the last one. It is better than the last one. They've, it gets a little ridiculous in the third act, but it, it, it is better. And there's a, some really neat nods to the original directed by Ivan Reitman's son, Jason. Ivan Reitman directed the original. Jason directs this. And there are some really cool nods to his dad's work. Um, I'm excited about that. I, I can't even think. In December, a ton of movies are coming out, some great ones. Um, I've got a screen. Oh, The House of Gucci Gaga. <sighs> I've never even heard of that. Sounds Lady fantastic. Gaga. Oh, Lady Gaga. Yep. Adam Driver, uh, Al Pacino, Jared Leto. Fantastic. Is um, that a thriller or is that just about her her life? No, it's it, well, it's it's about it's about the Gucci family based on a true story. Um, I if you Google it, you could find out what it's about, but I'd rather you knowing nothing, just go and watch it and know yeah. that this kind of happened. This did happen. Um, that I don't know why I'm spacing on the big blockbusters coming out in December. Um, I know I'm, Oh, a West side story, Steven Spielberg. I can't wait to see that one. Uh, yeah. uh, there's some great ones. We've got, you know, more and more people are now going back to the movie theater to me. Um, I will always prefer seeing things on a big screen than at sure. my home where you can get distracted and, you know, yeah. pause. You pause things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so there are some great things coming out in movie theaters. If you feel safe and, and, and comfortable, which yeah, I have I've been to the movie yep. several times. It's great. Since all this stuff. Who's okay? I asked you this last time. Who's somebody you really want to interview? 
Who do I really? Well, I don't want to interview anybody virtually anymore. Let me see. Who would I want you to interview? You can interview anybody live right now. Who would you want? The Rock's always my go-to, but just <laughs> talk to him virtually, not the same. Um, who would I do in person that I, I would love to interview Oprah again in person. Really? I'd love, I just, I just love her. Um, probably Oprah. That's an easy one. No brainer. It's probably everybody's answer. Not mine. Not your, who are you? Who's yours? God, who, if I could interview any Trump. Really? Oh. Yep. Enjoy yeah. that. I would. <laughs> he is. He's see, good everyone television. Thinks I'm going to talk politics and I'm not. Yeah. What I'm would you g- talk about? I'd know how to get into his ego. Mm. You, that's how you warm him up. You, for the, and the numbers, I mean, it'd be great. I'd love to talk to him. Well, you'd get huge numbers, that's for sure. But I wouldn't talk to him about politics because that's, that's going to immediately shut people off. So we're just going to talk about, you know, you, you, a couple years ago you were a game show host and now you're this and, you know, just get into his head it'd be interesting i used to watch american to know apprentice how to interview him yeah that's the thing people go right oh you did this and it's now it's this combative thing versus let's not talk politics let's talk about what's life like now you got secret service you can be a dick and no one cares <laughs> <laughs> you know just get his he's, he's driven by his ego so if you cater to that which we were not really sharing this no i'm kidding <laughs> oh but no that's i want to interview people who are um who are fascinating, fascinating on their own, whether you edgy. agree with them or not. Right, yeah. You don't have to agree with somebody. To under, um, I'd like to talk to Miss Cinema, but she won't allow it. But I would just like, really, really like to get into her story. Like, yeah. what, you know, what's really driving you right now? But I wouldn't, it wouldn't be politics. I'd listen to that. Yeah, I just want to talk to people about who they are. And then sometimes if they're comfortable, they'll slide into some of that stuff without being, because most people don't want to come on because they think you're going to jump right into their politics. Right. I have learned, there's, there's one thing I've learned, I just kind of stay away from the subject altogether because it's just fascinating how polarizing it can be, how angry people get, how quickly they get that angry. And I just, it is hard sometimes, especially in light of everything going on or if something happens that day where you can't avoid the subject. But for some reason, I've done a pretty good job of keeping it real simple. Travel, entertainment, yeah. <laughs> stupid stuff. That, that's and exciting, though. People health, want to hear about Health, cellulite. Stuff. Right, there yeah, you go. All that good stuff. <laughs> Dating, those are Date. always good ones. Oh, we need to, to go there about. on the next podcast with yeah. you. I want to hear uh, the, everything oh going God. on. <laughs> Jeez, horror stories. That would be a new... New uh, Dune movie. <laughs> That's where I'm going to <laughs> next year. The Dunes. <laughs> Find me a chick with a four wheeler, and we just speak in tongue. <laughs> yeah, over there. <laughs> So cool. So tell everybody how they can find you. And when will your website be ready to rock? It should be up now. Uh, just an updated version, hopefully. Again, just remember it's a work in progress. TaraOnTV.com on Instagram, TaraOnTV, Facebook, TaraOnTV. I'm not great at Facebook. I have to get back into the Facebook thing. I'm not, I, I need to update my Facebook. And Twitter is at TaraTV1. And what do you talk about on Twitter? Not much. I'm bad at Twitter too. Yeah, so really, can. so really, Instagram and just the website. Okay. Instagram, I'm I'm the most active on. I haven't linked them all. You know, some people can just do one post and it goes to all that stuff. Yeah. I haven't done that yet. So, and if there is ever a Twitter, it's usually a clip from an interview I've done, trying to drum up you know people to go to my YouTube page, which will also be linked on my website. I usually put the raw interviews up on YouTube. So if anybody wants to see anything, it's just Tara Hitchcock on YouTube. What do you like about The Rock? Oh gosh, what don't? But well, besides I like how he looks. I, you know what? I like the fact that he's a great dad. I like the fact that he's fun. I, I've never seen a celebrity, even if he's got a team of 30 people that tweet you back, 
he makes you feel like he remembers you. He knows you. He is so savvy that way. I love his work ethic. There's nobody I've ever seen that works harder. Yeah, he is more travels consistent. with a gym. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they he's just set it insane. up wherever he's going. It's he's like a, perf- a deal. <laughs> he's a perfectionist. He's vulnerable when he talks, especially about his father, which uh, the, the current issue of Vanity Fair is a big cover piece where he kind of opens up more about his dad and the death of his father. Um, I just, again, I'm sure he's not a perfect human being, but I've interviewed him now in person and virtually maybe seven times. And he has been phenomenal every single time. In fact, the first time I met him was in Arizona. He had just finished that movie, uh, The Game Plan, the Disney movie. Mm-hmm. I just remember him dressed in a tutu and he was at, I had never met him before. All I knew was he was a wrestler. And I think I told this story once on your podcast. They asked me, Hey, you get 15 minutes with this guy, the rock. Uh, he's in this new Disney movie. Can you swing it? And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll swing it. I had zero interest. I didn't care about wrestling. I walked into the room. There he is. Oh, there's a presence there. Clarence. I cannot explain. I'm like, okay. I called my husband right after. I'm like, I think my hall pass is this guy called The Rock. He's just so, and he does that with everybody. He just has a presence yeah. about he warms, him. He warms people up. He does. He's so nice. And again, he might be a jerk behind the scenes, but I would have a real hard time <laughs> believing. Do you, have you met him before? Um, no. Do you have stories? or No, you, I, I, that's an inside joke because Laura. Oh, I, met, I, I missed it. Says, said online that I have a way of warming women up you do you've got a great oh presence my God, this is killing me <laughs> <laughs> as laura has the phone yeah, video I, right in your face no but i get understand what you're saying because i've heard from other people who've talked to him they yeah. really like him yeah but again it's not it's just he's fun i like the sense of humor he seems to have i you know i don't speak from knowing him personally really at all it's it's five but minute he interviews he goes hey tara and you're like he and again, even if he's got people feeding him that information, the way he pulls it off is pretty incredible. Gotcha. So, that's so who, all. what dress are you wearing? Um, now? No, I'm not talking about now, but on your Emmy thing. You, you always got, you know, that's always the interview question. What dress are you wearing? Um, that's a good question. I always, well, should. Just pick something. Yeah, I got to pick something. That, yeah, I was going to say, because that, that already happened. Yeah, that's right. And I still don't know what I'm wearing. <laughs> Yeah. I also said that it was November 3rd. Right. Oh, Did I said that? that? Oh, oh shit. shoot. Okay. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, that's you right. Cut that's... all that out. Too. No, I said that when I was writing down my um, my goals. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I didn't all right. think well, about that. I usually try to I forgot that. about that. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, well, um, thanks for coming on again. Thank you, Coach Clarence. And, um, well, we're still waiting on you to call me about your fitness stuff. Well, yeah. I know. I yeah. just I just got back to AZ, so now I'm here. I have no excuses. Okay. Okay. You'll get All a right, phone cool. call. Well, you're not gonna want you're not gonna want to deal with it though. I'm very I'm moody. <laughs> I talk myself out of working out. Like most of the clients. Okay. Yeah. It's tip bar bar for the course. But I want you to keep liking me. So I don't know if we'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. This is Coach Clarence with Fit Over 40. Thanks for tuning in to Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. You can follow me on all platforms where you get your podcasts. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. You can also find me on YouTube at Coach Clarence TV. Like and subscribe so that you get all the videos as soon as we drop them. And last but not least, remember the golden rule. If you can't be good, be good at it. Thank you.